Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Podcast with Avery and Lena. This week we have a whole bunch of uh, exciting stuff from the local farmers market here. Yeah, um, there's a ton of them in Calgary, but this one is from the Bears Paws Market. So yeah, we have a whole bunch of cool things. I just walked around one day and I just thought, hey, this looks exciting. This looks cool. The only really item that I really wanted to get was a Saskatoon berry jam because I saw it online and I was like. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. We should have that on the podcast. So, you mean the only thing you first planned to get? You know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But then, just walking around and seeing everything else is when I got other things. So, yeah, and Avery went. I didn't. Um, so, if it's not good, it's in the doghouse for a week. Yeah. So let's let's just get going. We'll start with lemon chia jam, lemon zest and chia seed jam. Actually, from West Taste Delight and Delicious. <laughs> I've had chia jam. I've made blueberry, mostly berry. I've made grape, but not lemon. So chia seeds are what you call hydrophilic, which means they're attracted to water. They can actually absorb 12 times their weight in liquid, mm. um, which is what makes it gel-like. So, And also, the chia pet was created in 1977 by Joe Pedot. <laughs> Yeah, so chia seeds are mostly Southern American grown, south, like even south U- uh, Southern USA. They're full of nutrients such as protein, folate, and iron, for example. So I'm excited. I do love lemon things. So, and that's why I got it because I know that you like lemon. I like lemon, but yeah. we, I, I find stuff made with chia seeds pretty interesting because, like, you can make puddings with it or. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the only good thing you can make with it, but oh, damn. <laughs> looks like there's some chunks of lemon. Now you can buy lemon curd that has doesn't have egg in it, but it's a little harder to find. So I was thinking this might be kind of a good substitute. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't bang that. Avery's gonna get mad at me for that noise. <laughs> Let's give it a go. The cracker was a little bit too strong for what yeah. we tried it for, so I licked it off just like that. Here's the spoon. But it's really, it's sweet, but there's um a bitterness. It feels like there's some, le- oh, well, it is called lemon zest now that I forgot that. Yeah. yeah it's re- it's really good. It- off the cracker, like just right off the spoon, it really brings out the flavor a lot more. Mm-hmm. I thought the cracker just hit the flavor a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting the seeds. Like, I really like seeds and stuff. Like, raspberry jam with seeds in it, I really enjoy. So I was expecting the same thing here. I found that seeds didn't get in the way. Like, I like squishing them around in my mouth a little bit but yeah overall it was pretty fun it was nice it was good it had like a lemony flavor but yeah it was more zest yeah. so a little more bitter which sounds bad yeah. but yeah not very sour but yeah it was good i enjoyed that one yeah i'm trying to think of an application besides on just toast <laughs> maybe in a tart or something yeah like almost like a maybe not lemon meringue just because we can't it would actually be good in a layered tart with like blueberry jam and then the lemon chia jam mm-hmm. jam on top that would be good the mess hall podcast is a proud member of the alberta podcast network locally grown community supported this week's podcast shout out is going to ed conversations about the teaching life 
Honest conversations between educators hosted by teacher Shane Lawrence. Now, with education being a hot topic right now, with COVID going around, how are we going to send our kids back to school? It's very pertinent. It's on my mind a lot. So make sure you give Ed a uh, listen. It's on the Alberta Podcast Network, so make sure you give that a listen. To find out more, check him out online at theedpodcast.com. So that brings us to um, Medicine Hat Meat Traders Limited, their soft beef jerky. So the the MHMT is kind of what they go by. It's been a family ranch since 1932, but they started making jerky in 2006. So I'm going to try this. Jerky is from the Keshwan word, which are people mostly from Peru. Sharke, so C-H- A-R-K, meaning dry salted meat. In Peru, it was mostly alpaca or llama, llama meat or a mix of the two. And then it, the Incas used the cold, dry mountain air and the hot sun to dry their jerky. So jerky is healthy because it's high in protein, but however, the salt preservatives kind of make it high in sodium. So, but it's a good, it's often made with lean beef so it's a good kind of healthy alternative even though there's sodium and there's also because we have chipotle lime there's chipotle has capsaicin which mm. has benefits we'll talk about later okay awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so i'll give this a shot because yeah. i've been looking forward to this i had some of their product before i had some of their Caesar sticks. Oh, I remember you having those. Which were delicious because I had them in a Caesar as well. So this almost looks like the Caesar sticks. They do look, that looks stick-like, but mine does not. But yours look like little sticks. Yeah, I'm going to. That is soft beef jerky. That is good. I get a little bit hint of lime, but the heat right at the back really is nice. I, I enjoy yeah. that. I always enjoy the heat at the back, I guess. so. And the texture is nice. I mm-hmm. feel like. I feel like with this packaging, it will stay soft for a while. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. So we bought some other kinds too, didn't you? Did you buy a dill pickle one for yeah, our son, a, Russell? So we and, got a dill pickle and I think it was a habanero. Yeah. So, uh, it was another hot one. So Yeah. We decided just to try one. Just Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this one was the best to try on the podcast just because it was seemed more unique than the other ones. Yeah. With that like lime in there and. Actually, maybe you didn't get dill pickle. I did get dill oh, pickle. Oh, you did. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, but our son wanted that one. So yeah. that, like we said, he he got it. So We have one son. He's spoiled. <laughs> and that leads us to Garchi. Now, these um, seemed really interesting when I was at the farmer's market. So, sorry, what's it called? Chili garlic with heat? With What's it called? You have the container there. So I'm going to get you to read mm. it. And they're called Crunch. Crunchy. Yeah, crunchy, chewy garlic with chili heat. And they I just opened it up and gave it a smell, and it smells amazing. The um it's a company that started by a fam- was started by a family in the Philippines and then they ended up moving and they moved to Calgary and they've started making it since 2019. Their and their tagline is the bacon bits of the garlic world. <laughs> so they have chili which has um, because of the capsaicin that I mentioned, has benefits for your heart. It boosts immunity, pain relief, things mm. like that. Um, garlic also has boosts immunity and has fiber, vitamin V, vitamin C, which I didn't think of. And it said if you put a clove of raw garlic under your pillow, it's said to calm the nervous system without even having to eat it. But I don't know. I want to eat it. <laughs> so do I. And I'm looking forward to it. And like it says at the bottom of the screen there, it's uh, made with love. 
And just, I, I think it was a family that was making it that was at the farmer's market. Uh-huh. And they seemed very knowledgeable about it and outgoing and wanted to talk about it. I didn't want to talk so much because Russell, our son, was just wanted to go a little bit quicker. But <laughs> I could have talked to these guys forever. I think I took too much time at the Spice Merchant. Yeah. Because that guy is amazing. He's We'll get to that yeah. guy. Yeah, so I think these seem like they'd be good on salad or... They smell so good. And I know I already said they smell good. But just smelling them again, oh, they just, yeah, really good. Looks like granola. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. And they're sweet and hot and garlicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's hot. That's nice. Oh, it's a nice way. That went to the back of my throat. <laughs> so if I stop coughing, I mean, start coughing, you know why. That was really good. I think those would be amazing on a salad. A surprisingly crunchy, chewy garlic condiment with a pinch of chili slice. I think it's more than a pinch and low sodium. I like. I'm trying another piece. I like that it said hot and it is hot. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Oh, that is spicy. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) That was really good, though. I mean, I'm tearing up, but I like heat, so. Yeah, I can't wait to have that on a salad or. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else. Even. A pulled pork sandwich. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking just sprinkled on top of chicken, maybe? Mm. Or like pasta. Yeah, that would be good, too. Sprinkled on top of pasta? Yeah, like a nice sausage pasta, like ravioli, maybe? Oh, no. I was thinking a macaroni and cheese. Ooh, that'd be good, too. <laughs> With pulled pork. <laughs> Looks like we know what we're making for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> the next thing in our list is solstice from Solstice Berry Farms. Hot Saskatoon Thai Red Chili... I don't know, jam? It doesn't say jam, but I thought it was going to be a jam. Yeah. Um, so they're based out of Cremona, Alberta. And in 1994, they bought the farm and they raised sheep. But in 2003, they planted Saskatoon berries. And like within five years, they had enough to start making things. Now, Saskatoon berries, uh, people back from back home from Nova Scotia might not really know because they're more um, like Alaska, Western Canada, the Rockies. It's also, it's a shrub, but also called a pigeon berry. Um, They're full of fiber, riboflavin, you know, or riboflavin, the flavin of Of the the ribos, (laughs) (laughs) iron, and they're similar to blueberries in in their nutrient makeup. And actually, the city of Saskatoon is named for Saskatoon berry, which is a Cree word. But yeah, I always wondered, I assume that. I didn't assume that. I assume maybe the berry is named after the city. That's but. what I thought. I wouldn't expect the city to be named after the blueberry, but yeah, that's awesome. So there we go. And then again, the the chili in this. So let's give it a go. I ate Ooh, it looks chunky Ooh. and it looks good. I do love Saskatoon berries. They're ripe at the park by us, Beaumont Park, and that's my plan for later this week. They're richer than blueberries, yeah. which is a natural comparison, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're the same color. Oh, and nice and heat at the end. Yeah. On meat. Chicken, pork. I'm thinking what I marinated in a steak and then barbecued, and then or making a barbecue sauce with that. Mm. Some, some no, white no. balsamic vinegar, a little bit of reduction on that over a steak. Now you know, with some butter at the end, it'd be perfect. I was thinking just pouring that over pork meatballs like we had for dinner tonight. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that would be good too. With like some ginger in those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was really good. That, was, that might not make it till the end of the week. <laughs> if you want to enjoy some, enjoy it now. <laughs> I'm all right with it not making it to the end of the week. That means it's a good thing. 
Yeah, now this one I'm probably going to butcher the way you say it. It's, <laughs> I'm going to read it instead of my own handwriting, which I can't, isn't legible. Shashimi Togarashi, which is basically Japanese seven spice powder. It's Now, the company is the, the Silk Road Spice Merchant, and they've been in Calgary since t- 2008. So the applications are like rice, rice crackers. We put it on popcorn, soups. Yeah. So this spice. It's not the Silk Road. It's just the Spice Merchant. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, the Silk Road is in Kensington. This is an independent oh, person. So. See, I didn't go to the farmer's market. So when I looked up Silk Road, that's what came up. and like Or Spice Merchant, yeah. that's what came up. Both seem like nice places. <laughs> <laughs> they are both nice places, but so. every time I go to the farmer's market, I let... I have to stop at the Spice Merchant. Yeah. The green last, peppercorn? No. Yeah, this green Szechuan peppercorns is what we had last time. And I was talking to the guy that was there, and I, I said to him, this is what I got last time, and I really, really like them. And he said, well, this product here has red Szechuan peppercorns in it. I think he said he bought a pound of them because they make all their own spice blends. So they buy all the different spices and then make their own blends. Mm-hmm. He said it cost $650 for a pound of the red Szechuan peppercorns. Wow. So they're not like cheaping out. They're getting really good stuff. And the reason why he gave I bought this one is I told him I liked the green peppercorn so much. And it had this tingling on my tongue. Yeah. And he said that's your body's way of rejecting it. Sort of like with heat as well, I'm thinking. We didn't get too much in it again. Our son was trying to get away, but I really want to talk to this guy because he's so knowledgeable. And I know, I think it's his mother that works there sometimes as well. And she knows so much about spices as well. And I really enjoy going to them every time I'm there. I'm hoping if we go to another farmer's market through there again, (laughs) and I definitely buy another blend of spices or just a spice on its own. So Yeah, so talking about this blend, it's been around since uh, the 17th century um, in present-day Tokyo, which was Edo. There's some typical things, but this one specifically has Japanese chilies, yuzu peel, aged tangerine peel, sesame seeds, sancho peppercorns, nori seaweed, ginger, and poppy seeds. Nice. And a lot of those, it could, like there's normally a citrusy, toasty, hot kind of flavor. So we didn't think just eating plain spice was the way to go, so we put it on popcorn. Just popped with a little olive oil to Ooh. help it stick. It smells good. I didn't even smell it, actually. It smell. I, mm, yeah, there is a citrusy after smell. <laughs> yeah, we might need more. I want to get the full flavor. So yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I shouldn't really douse it that much. Yeah, and it's doused. Mix it a little because I want. I didn't get a good flavor. I could taste the popcorn little... Well, I could taste other flavors, but I just... Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it's like kind of bitter and then hot. Bitter, but not sa- bitter sounds bad. I find bitter is, sounds bad, but that it's good. It's like... But it's not overly hot, but it has a nice heat to it. Not at the back of your throat, mm. at the tip of your tongue, as opposed to normally it's the back. And I think that's the red Szechuan peppers in there, like just like the green ones almost. Yeah. Uh, almost a little bit of tingling, but not as much. Maybe it's mm, because it's the a... citrus. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's if you let it sit in your mouth long enough, you can taste different things in there. Mm. Like you just said, the citrus, and now I'm getting a little citrus. I'm getting a little bit of heat. I'm getting a little bit... Smoky. Yeah, that seaweed in there as well, but it's not overpowering. And I want to say like almost like tahini, but that's sesame seeds as well. So Yeah, and this is this one has poppy seeds, I think. I think. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was a nice blend. 
Nice on popcorn. Yeah, I think it would be nice on, I think, I want to try it on pork. Mm-hmm. We still have some pork chops in the freezer from a local place, yeah. <laughs> the, the Baron Flower. Yeah. So I can't wait to try them. I was thinking it would be good on like an Asian-y pulled pork. Yeah, yeah, that too. Everything goes good on a pulled pork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good. We were, Avery was like, oh, we don't need to try this on the podcast. I just want to try it. I'm like, that's a podcast thing. <laughs> Whatever, we had a fight. I punched him. I won. I think that's what happened. Yeah. And now I know, I'm thinking Avery especially is looking forward to the last thing. Romero Dis- Distillery Company Limited. So these, I was, again, talking to these guys, and they were telling me, well, it was girl as well. They asked what Woman. kind of rum I got, or what, I told them I really like rum, and I do. I love rum. And they asked what kind of rum I usually drink, and I said, it depends on what mood I'm in. And I told them the night before, I just wanted to get drunk, so I had some screech. <laughs> and, you know, usually I have three levels of rum in my closet. I have a nice high-end rum, I have a medium rum, and then I have just something that I can mix with rum and Coke, just to have a drink. And then... um so I saw this. It's not really a rum. So they were explaining to me. This is a, uh, oh, how did they put it? It's a, it says right on the bottle. Dark sugar cane spirit? Yes. Yeah, it's a dark <laughs> sugar cane spirit. And just because they can't call it rum yet, but they do have rum coming out on August 14th because I was on their website and I really want to try their rum. So yeah. it can't be rum because it's not, I think it has to be aged for a year. In a barrel, I think that's what they said. Um, I was getting a lot of information that day, but it it reminds me of a place in Leduc, I think, outside of Edmonton in Alberta here. And they have what's called a brum. And again, rum has very specific items that you have to have. Like age for so long and stuff. So in order to be rum, it has to be made with sugar cane. And they don't use sugar cane, they use sugar beets. So they can't call it rum, so they call it brums because it's made with beets. So. Mm -hmm. And it, that is delicious as well. So I'm really looking forward to this because, like I said, I love rum. So, yeah. And I've been looking for a nice local place to get rum lately. So yeah. So on their website, they actually go through the history of rum running in Alberta during Prohibition. And there was a guy called Emilio Picariello. I probably said that wrong. Or Emperor Pick, as he was called, who used to run rum between Bla- the Blairmore Hotel in Crow's Nest Pass to along... Um, Alberta, BC, US Pacific Northwest. So that's pretty interesting. But I'm, we're, we're kind of changing our lifestyle and starting healthy. So I'm going to make you feel at ease. The Sea Spirits Distillery website, so where I get all my health news, um, <laughs> talks about all of the good things about rum. It's heart healthy, it decreases cholesterol, it's a blood thinner, it's antibacterial, it lowers blood sugar for those with diabetes, increases bone mineral, (laughs) (laughs) Um, prevents scurvy, that's why they had it on ships, Um, reduces risks of dementia, prevents its cancer, gives you healthy skin. So rum, we thought was unhealthy all this time, healthy. And I don't know if it's healthier if it's... Yeah, yeah, we're like... I I can't see anything telling me that it's not a superfood, so... We may as well throw this in our smoothies in the morning. (laughs) That is smooth. I could drink about 17 more of those. (laughs) Well, that's not very much. (laughs) I I like rum just on ice. Like like I said, well, it depends on what rum. Like, if I want Screech, I'm just going to have that in rum and coke. But this, over ice, I think this will be perfect outside on a nice day like today. 
It's yeah. super Paw hot here, here today. In I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> but yeah, outside. I can't wait till this is over. And I think I'm just going to sit outside and have about 10 more of these. I might mm-hmm. have to call in the sick to work tomorrow, <laughs> but I think it'll be well worth it. Yeah. But that was smooth. No, um, no horrible aftertaste. No burning going down, yeah. which was really nice. Some, some rums, spirits, you get that burning going down, but this didn't. This was good. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to buy a bottle of their official rum next month. Yeah, it's going. I might have to be there first in line to get it because this was. <laughs> oh, this was good. Yeah. Um, I know that they have a white rum as well, and I think they have a spice rum, but I'm not sure. Mm. But I'm a big. I, I like dark rum anyway. This yeah. isn't as dark as other dark rums, like you see Bacardi or Captain Morgan. Is really dark. This is almost like a color wise. Yeah. Yeah. This um, is like a darkish brown, but still delicious. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to enjoy this. So you think on hot days, I think aroma is more like on colder days to kind of warm me up. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. But that's why I, I like it on ice, so it does have yeah, that yeah. cooling effect. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. nice. Oh, that went Everything down. Everything was good. That went down really super smooth, and I was, I'm really happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by World on Fire, a new podcast from CBC Edmonton. World on Fire is a new five-part series that takes you to the front lines of -of out-of-control wildfires in Canada, Australia, and California. Here's a preview. Some people say the end is near. Some say that it's already here. When your backyard is burning, is anywhere safe? I'm Adrian Lamb, and I'm hosting a new podcast called World on Fire. Along with wildfire expert Mike Flanagan, we're taking you to the front lines of fires burning out of control in North America, Australia, even the Arctic. We'll meet the reporters who are covering these devastating stories and hear from the people who, despite terrible loss, rebuild again and again. This goes on, and like when I grow up, maybe that this is going to be even worse, and I might actually be in a situation where there's a wildfire around me. We'll tell you what the future holds and take you inside the latest tools and technology providing hope. That's World on Fire, a five part original podcast from CBC Edmonton, available on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Find World on Fire on the CBC Listen app or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it online at cbc.ca slash worldonfire. So what do you think today? Oh, there I was blown away by yeah. a lot of the things. I'm. These are now a new staple in our house. I think they have to be. And they have other kinds too. They have a hot one. And if this is not their yeah. hot... By those, that's the Garchi, um crunchy garlic for those who are listening. <laughs> that, Like I said, it was delicious. I'm going to have those a lot. I think they'd be perfect on a salad, in a marinade maybe, stuffed in chicken with something. Like I like cream cheese in, like, in my stuffing like for chicken. I think that, mm-hmm. some cream cheese, oh, maybe some um, sun-dried tomatoes in mm. there as well. Be perfect stuffed in chicken. When you said that, I thought they would be perfect on the outside of a cheese ball. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that 
That was my favorite thing by far. Yeah. I don't know. It was just so different. It was. Well, it, no, a lot of things are different, but. It was good. Like Innovative. Well, I yeah. love those. Those were yeah. really good. Like, not taken away from everything no. else. I think I'll be using this uh, this spice blend a lot coming up. And what's the name of it again? Shishimi Togarashi. I, I, <laughs> I think Togarashi, it, but I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to catch up on my Japanese lately. and yeah. yeah, that was delicious. I'll probably be using that, like, when I make noodles or something. Toss that noodles yeah. or a little stir-fry veg. Yeah. Um, I feel like I want a charcuterie board late yes. soon, and I'll use use some of this chia I think jam. Both and of those jams on a secure, yeah, charcuterie board. Both of those jams would be perfect with some of those um, honey almonds we had Ooh, a couple weeks yeah. ago. I think the beef jerky would be great for a road trip. Yep. I think it'd also be nice on on a uh, nice rum Caesar as well, because mm-hmm. I do like <laughs> rum Caesars. Rum, also good on a road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. Can't do a road trip to Edmonton without rum. (laughs) Um, But yeah, everything was so good there. I I think they all have a different application. So I don't know if I would have a favorite. But nice to fill up our cupboard with. Yes. uh, I think I I agree with you. Those are going to be a staple in our kitchen. We'll always have those. Yeah. And Saskatoon Berry Jam, that's pretty good too, like. Well, it's I, not just jam because it has the Thai red yeah. chili, so it's different than just jam. Yeah, but like I said, this is so much fun. Everything was so good. Make sure you go local. to your local far- farmer's market, no matter where you're at in the world, and try to find some of those yeah. unique stuff. Like, I was walking through, and yeah, there's stuff there. Like, you can get some, there was some wines there, some berry wines. There was somebody s- selling pierogies, which I'm assuming were probably pretty good, too, and I was just looking for those unique items. Like there was somebody selling bread, which looked amazing. I love fresh bread. Mm-hmm. And everything looks so good, but I'm glad I got what I got. Because, like I said, just blown away. Everything is so good. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting another bottle of rum when it comes out as official rum. So so let's get started on finishing that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it might not last the rest of the week. So, again, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks, guys. Have and a good gals. night.